Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today, I just want to talk about you. Yeah, I want to do a check-in. I want to see where you're at. I want to know what's going on now that everybody is in lockdown for coronavirus. So actually, today is Friday, my time. Over here outside of Chicago and Illinois in the U.S., I realized that today's Friday and normally I put my podcast out on like Wednesday night turning into Thursday, Thursday-ish, something like that. Today is when I'm actually getting everything done because with being in lockdown and businesses not being able to operate as they normally were, I am really, really utilizing all of these virtual conferences. Utilize this time, be adaptable, see what's going on in your environment and how you can do something new with that make something different come out of what your life has been because that's how we survive, right? The environment changes. We take it in. We see how to work with it. We adapt, okay? We utilize our environment to be able to continue to thrive, right? That's what we have to do. I have been going online just like I'm sure a lot of other people have been doing that are stuck at home. You're taking care of what's going on at home. You have your families. If you have kids at all, then you have to make sure that their homework is getting done, their schoolwork is getting done, they're getting up, their chores are getting taken care of, you're paying attention to them, their needs are getting met, your needs are getting met. There's a lot of stuff going on where we have to be conscientious about what we're doing, right? We have to be conscientious. We have to be conscious. One of the things that I actually just recently did, which is what delayed me from getting my podcast out, was I attended a virtual, of course, because social distancing, right? We're not allowed to gather. So I attended a virtual conference that was set up in the UK on psychedelics. This conference got put together in, I think they said like three weeks. Amazing job. Shout out to everybody that was involved with putting that together and pulling it off and dealing with all the IT stuff. And we had about 1,100 people attending that, which was pretty awesome to be able to have that many people wanting to learn and discuss and work with the realities of psychedelics and plant medicines, right? So all of these people from all over the place are gathering together. And it was about 26 hours over two days that I spent in all of these panelists' conference calls. And then we had had uh, like an after party afterwards, which of course was on a Zoom call. So that was pretty great. And one thing that I want to point out is the need, necessity for connection, for interaction. And with everybody being confined, relatively everybody being relatively confined to their homes, this allows a boundary that isn't normally there. So that way people have to get their intimacy needs met, their interactions, their relationship dynamics met through the internet to be able to have those kind of connections and relationships and dynamics, which puts like a safety factor in there, meaning people feel safe. They feel more likely to be themselves because they understand that there's a dynamic where they can leave the room, so to say, anytime they want. You can log off, you can block your screen so that way people can't see you. You can put backdrops on, you can personalize it, you can make things kind of different to express yourself that way. Plus, it gives you the time and the opportunity to be able to pay attention to what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what's happening, how you're going to deal with things. It really is a time for introspection and contemplation. Another thing I want to point out is this is giving people the opportunity to not have to be involved with people interacting with people that they don't feel energetically like they want to interact with and things like that. So if you're willing to look at it this way, this is actually a bonus. Like this time is a blessing that has never had the opportunity to express itself before. This time, as tragic as it is, and I'm I'm not 
trying to make light of anybody that's dealing with the sicknesses or anything that has happened that has caused tragedy and trauma to people with having to deal with any deaths in their families or from loved ones or even people that I know who are getting ready to go into labor, having a child of their own, looking at the possibility of not being able to have any loved ones in their room with them because of the possible risks to the other people in the hospital and trying to keep people safe. So there are a lot of factors going on here that people weren't really anticipating or expecting. However, all of that being said, life is dynamic and life always changes. And even when you try to think that you know what's going on, something always happens. Like you do a call, I'm trying not to say the names of the companies, we all know who they are. But if you are you know, doing a conference call and you're online and you have your video going and then something happens with the connection or you're not able to log in on time or you know things happen it's it's just how are you going to deal with it that makes a difference are you panicking are you freaking out because you want to be in control or are you understanding and you're accepting that like hey sometimes things happen and you just kind of got to go with it right so this is the opportunity to become consciously aware of what's going on and a lot of what's happening right now is affecting people in the same way that a psychedelic would affect somebody because for example you're in a completely different environment that you're noticing things that you're not really sure how to understand what that means. Well, that's what's going on with people right now, right? We've been dealing with this for a while. Maybe some people are settling into a flow of a new pattern and new habits that they have to create, but it was very disorienting. And for some people, it might still be disorienting because people don't really know when this is going to end, when it's going to change, but it's happened long enough that we've got some kind of a routine going on, right? So you just kind of have to sit there and be observant to what's going on and then see what it means to you. If you go into it with a panic and you're freaking out, then that's not really going to help your state of being. So it's completely different if you have a positive intention and you have an objective about what's going to happen. So if you wake up in the day and you have your list of the things that you want to accomplish, then you can check off the list and that's a way to make sure you're getting things taken care of. Now, another way that I'm going to make a comparison because one of the groups that I was in a call with was also a psychedelic group. So we were talking about how things with this lockdown are similar to things that are what people experience with psychedelics. And one thing is timelessness, right? Everybody would say how, I mean, so many people are controlled by a clock. A clock doesn't really mean anything. Time doesn't really exist. That's a man-made thing, right? To be able to say, oh, this is what time it is. This is what time it is. Like technically o'clock means of the clock. It's three of the clock means it's like three o'clock, which means that the hand on the dial of the clock is at a three. That That's all it really means because somebody had the foresight to be able to say like, hey, let's create a clock so that way we can regulate things with time so that way we can create some kind of a schedule to plan to be able to socially engage with other people. That's basically what the purpose of time is. And so what what do we associate time with? Well, you have to get up at a certain time. Why? So that way you have enough time to get ready. Why? For what? So that way you can go to school or so that way you can go to work so that way you get there at the right time so that way you stay there at the right time so that way you can accomplish tasks in the right amount of time, right? So then you can leave and go back home at the right time. So that way you can, you know, do certain things and you can get certain things done or you can just relax or you can just wind down for a certain amount of time, right? And then you go to bed at a certain time and then you sleep for a certain amount of time and then the whole thing starts the next day. I've heard a lot of people talking about how they don't even know what time it is anymore. They don't even know what day it is anymore because there's no reason to care about what day it is because every day is the same and people are starting to recognize that all we really have is right now. And so that's how 
we look at everything is like, what's important? What's the priority? What's going on right now? And, and it's okay. You know, it's okay to be right here and be right now. And it's actually really good because then you're capable of being consciously aware of what's happening. It's possible to recognize what's going on with your dog, what's going on with your kids, what's going on with you. This is a huge time for introspection because we don't really have all those busybody things that are keeping us from being able to pay attention to all of those signals going on within ourselves. So when something is frustrating us or bothering us or gives us this insight that we can actually do something with because now we have the time because we're not constricted and restricted into following that schedule of going to work and going to school. And of course, we still have online classes and things like that. I love that I have been trying to be able to attend conferences virtually for years and that was never an option. And now the only option to be able to offer to have any kind of convention or conference is to do it online. So I'm pretty happy and excited about that because that just opens up more opportunities for me to be able to be involved with something that previously I wasn't able to do because I just didn't have the time or the means or, you know, any of the other factors fill in the blank of being able to get to those locations for whatever reason, they just didn't work out. Now there's like a plethora of opportunities that I could do. And not only that, conferences that had fees and costs associated with that, a lot of organizations now are realizing like, hey, we still want to keep going. We still want to have followers. We still want to have people that are interested in our company. So understanding what's going on with the economy and people not working and maybe not having money, unless of course you got your US stimulus check, which I do want to point out that a lot of people like to voice and complain about governmental assistance. And so they bash people who get food stamps or insurance to the state or, or whatever kind of beneficial needs that they get met that way. Some of those people that like to complain about other people maybe getting unemployment or something like that, that kind of governmental assistance are actually already in line to receive unemployment because they understand what it's like to not be able to have that cash on their pockets and the fear and risk of what's going to happen if they don't and the people that get food stamps, how they get knocked down and things like that. And I'm saying, you know what, now those people that complained before about how unfair it was and how nobody wants to be able to provide for other people and you slacker and get a job and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? Those complainers might not know where they're going to buy groceries from. So guess what? Their stimulus check that came into their bank account automatically because they did their taxes. Yay. They're happy now because they can go buy food or whatever it is that they're going to go spend that money on because they have it now. So just want to point out that like, hello, have some consideration, be conscious about what's happening and what's going on around you and the shit that you project onto other people because you're not in their situation and recognize that like, hey, you know what? Something in China that you can't actually see. So it seems like it's not real because you don't have to look at something because the virus is very small, right? It actually does affect you and you can't just cover your eyes and pretend that we're not all interconnected and that something that happens somewhere else on the earth is not going to affect you. We all affect each other. We've got this global environment that hopefully all of this trauma, because that's what's happening right now in a lot of areas, a lot of places in the healthcare systems, the healthcare workers, all of these people, all of these families that are having relatives and friends that are being subjected to this virus. There's a lot of emotions happening during this time. And that's completely and totally real, completely unexpected. And hopefully all of the people that are understanding that now and feeling that now can recognize maybe some judgments that they had on other people previously because they didn't understand their situation. I think it's quite interesting that a lot of people that have been on the fringes of society, we'll just call it that way, that have been shoved out of society because of disability 
disabilities or so-called mental disorders and things like that are now the way that they were behaving, the way that people witness their behaviors. A lot of society is expected to behave that way now. And let me give you an example. So somebody that is afraid to leave their house because they can't go anywhere. Well, guess what? How many people now are afraid to leave their house and they don't want to go anywhere because they're paranoid that somebody is going to cough on them or sneeze on them and they're going to bring something home and then, you know, get sick or how many people are nervous that they don't want to be around other people close enough that their breath can go on them. Well, how many people in the past were ridiculed or laden with medications or told that they had problems because they didn't want to be in your breath space? They wanted to have some distance between you. They wanted to wear gloves in order to touch a door handle. They wanted to carry disinfectant wipes with them so that way they can wipe down all of the handles and baskets and things like that of what they touch. I hope that this puts it into a different perspective and points out that everybody in life is living on a spectrum of awareness and not everybody is sharing the same space as somebody else. And that just because you might not be consciously aware of something else, it does not invalidate that somebody else is experiencing something different than you and their truth is valid. So what I'm hoping people are getting out of this isolation from general involvement of society is the opportunity to be able to really reflect on yourself, figure out who you are, what you want, where you're going, how to get there, and to recognize that conscious awareness is what helps get you to where you want to go. And avoiding and ignoring and trying to pretend that whatever you're feeling and whatever your concerns are and whatever your issues are is not going to help you. It's just going to keep you stuck. And when you're trapped in the day-to-day habits of going to work and doing the job and going home and watching TV and, you know, whatever, that, that doesn't really help society get any better. It doesn't help anybody get from one place to another. All it does is help keep you exactly where you are. And for some people, that's exactly where they want to be. But for the majority of people that I've been able to see, people don't actually want to be stuck. People want to grow and continue to get better and actually achieve the things that they want to do. People don't really want to just sit on the couch and do nothing and feel bad about themselves and be sick and obese and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. That's just what has happened. And it's a consequence of not being motivated because that's what society taught you that you're supposed to want to be and do. And if you look at all of the statistics with this coronavirus and everything that's happening, look at all the comorbidities, look at all of the food problems that people have that have turned into chronic diseases that has made them susceptible to this virus. So healing ourselves starts from within. And then by healing ourselves and letting go of all of our shame and our blame and our insecurities and our fear, that just transforms and that's how we're gonna get through this and I'm just so excited about the possibilities of the creativity and the options for a new life that come out of this time of isolation where people actually have the opportunity to focus on themselves and care about what matters how about you All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. I give a free 15-minute consult to see how well we'll work together. Or you can find me online at canassist.me. That's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S. This is Dr. Francis saying enjoy, have fun, 